0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. I'm my like, chip outs, man. I got this, y'all. Yeah. Ankle Pickers, welcome back. Hopefully, Danny's not going to bail on us this time. But we're back for UFC 266. Set the spread. We've got a couple of title fights in Volk, Ortega, and Valentina, and Lauren Murphy. I've got the usual suspects for our set the spread episodes. Flanked on my left by Reese, and on my right by DK. How are we doing, fellas?
0: Real good, real good. Exciting weekend that we just had. Fun day of football,
2: ready to win some more bets Been a fucking
0: green weekend.
2: Ever. I, I echo everything Dan says. And, and, you know, I'm really happy about the way this last weekend's card uh, ended up shaping up. But I do want to say one of our ankle pickers, Tony Gravely, suffered a, a tough one, but he'll bounce back, not worried about it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he will bounce back, and really, he was pretty unlucky to lose that one in the first place. But we'll get to that. Uh, this week, we mentioned we got two title fights on the main card. We've got five fights altogether on the pay-per-view event on main card, and uh, it's it, it'll be good to get some, you know, high-profile names back in the octagon for us here. It's been a couple of drier weeks when it comes to the real upper echelon names, but we're 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 back. The next few pay-per-view cards, all in particular, all look really shaping up to be great. So excited. Should we jump in?
2: I'm ready, baby. Let's do it. What uh, – how – How? I know Dan's nipping at my heels. Where is he?
1: Nipping at the heels. He's coming off a win. He's 13-14. and Reese has got the one-game lead. Why did I
2: think I had two on
1: him? Is Daniel on two? I am too, coming off two straight. Two straight. Okay. Keep that train rolling. Oh, okay. So Daniel kicked things off in – the first fight on the main card, we've got a women's flyweight bout. Jessica Andrage and Cynthia Calvillo. This is a fun one. Um,
0: I do think this line is going to be pretty one-sided in Jessica Andrage's favor. Um, Calvillo is someone who I was a little bit higher than I probably should have been on when she was coming in to face Chukagian. Um And she was a pretty heavy favorite in that one and just got completely outboxed for a couple of rounds. Reese thought it was closer than I did, but I don't think that her stock is is nearly as low as it almost has been since she uh, came over from, I think it was the LFA or, yeah, she was LFA. But um, yeah, yeah, I think that there's gonna be a one-sided line and for good reason, Jessica Andrade has all the tools to be a title contender, a title holder. I mean, she is a former title holder. So I think I'm going to put it – definitely a two in front of it. I'm going to go 230, Jessica Andrade minus 230.
2: Okay. I, I mean, I, I love Jessica Andrade more than most, to be honest with you. Um, the, the thing is, I think me and you have different valuations on Calvio. I think that a lot of people – Regarded her as someone who realistically could probably contend for a title at flyweight. I think that is this one. It's weight or flyweight, by the way. Flyweight, flyweight. It is it flyweight. Okay, I know Jessica uh, has bounced back and forth when she's had tough weight cuts, but so I, I think that I mean obviously, like we said, Jukakean, who also I mean she just t- uh, had a title shot not that far back. I think that people are hard on Calvio a little bit too much. I think that she has honestly the same skill sets as she's always had. The only difference is I think some of her losses inside the octagon and, and honestly, some of her inactivity probably helps her. I don't know where her affiliation is. I do know that she trained with team alpha male a little bit. I don't know if she's moved from that. I mean, I know she fights out of California, but I, I think the main reason, what I'm getting at, is as I like Calvio a, a lot, and so I think Andraj is going to be the favorite, obviously. And I want to Price prices right you, but I'm I'm, I'm actually going to try to get this one on the mark. I'm going to go Jessica Andraj minus one eighty.
1: Danny hit the open at minus two thirty, and it's gone upwards minus two seventy. Wow, Andraj.
2: Hmm.
1: All right, so that.
2: That hits the formula. Dogger and, and, and to I'm answer there.
0: your question, Reese earlier, her yeah. affiliation is listed on Sure Dog as Tiger Muay Thai. So, hopefully, yeah. she's she's sharing up that stand up game.
2: Yeah, or something. I I just I've I know Dana even White that is regarded her as someone who you know might take over the, the Ronda Rousey role, but. Obviously, she has not panned off and a little bit inactive, but I don't know. This is interesting. It, it really shows the respect the bookmakers have for Andrage, though.
1: Definitely. Second fight of the main card, heavyweight bout, Biggie Boy and Curtis Blades. Reese, go for it. So
2: this one, I I, I already knew going in that Danny and I were going to have different values on, on it all. I, I think that The big difference here is I'm huge on Curtis Blades. I've always been huge on Curtis Blades. I think that for a heavyweight to be able to wrestle how he wrestles is something that I, it's invaluable in my opinion. The problem is what we saw against Derek Lewis. He was a huge favorite and the first round went his way and and he got caught. And, And that will always be, the problem not only for him but just at heavyweight i mean the type of guys we're dealing with it's just a different ball game altogether however i think the derrick lewis loss from people that i understand and and i've talked to which is obviously people really close to the sport they look at it similar to i do where i don't think curtis blades is any worse than he than he was i'm not sitting here thinking oh curtis blades doesn't belong in the ufc whatever whatever It's it's that he got caught and and heavyweights will get caught. And I I think that I would even argue that Derek Lewis is more of a one-shot knockout specialist than Biggie Boy. I saw what Overeem did to him. I I think Curtis Blades can be similar. I'm still gonna stick high. I'm going Curtis Blades minus like 310. And and if it's if it's lower than that, I'm gonna. Opt- I'm gonna cautiously play it because his foundation in wrestling is just too fucking good for those heavyweights.
0: Yeah, I I see it pretty similarly to you, Reese. Here, we I think if I remember at least for me, that Derek Lewis loss for Curtis Blades was probably the most red night of the history of the podcast. We were both all yeah, over Derek. It's gotta be, um, and and it's stylistically the exact same matchup here. It's a Heavy, heavy hitter, a guy that can lose four rounds and needs one one good punch to land on your chin and turn your lights out. Um, but I I'm gonna do the same job that I did last time. And, and stylistically, we've got Curtis Blaze is the best heavyweight wrestler since DC retired. He's going to be a big favorite. I, I really like your number. I really I I think it's great. Um thank you. Thank you. Look at that! We don't have to be enemies here. I think I think that there's going to be a three in front of it, but I'm worried about going higher than three ten. And I like I'm not trying to prices right you at all, but I think I'm gonna no. Let's play some. Let's let's play the game. I'm gonna do yeah, two ninety. Play the game. Do I'm gonna do two ninety. I wasn't sure about the three, so I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of breathing room. Why? If I lose, hold on before you do it. If I lose this point. I'm just going to say I'd be shocked if I'm not closer to the open. If it opened with a two in front, I wouldn't be shocked if it seemed down. If it opened with a two in front, I actually would be kind of surprised. A little bit surprised.
1: So July 14th, open minus 240. Wow. Wow. Currently sitting minus
2: 320. Oh, wow. great great number, Reese. Great number. Thank you. Thank you. The Sharps hit it early. I love to see it. But yeah, That's I think beautiful. I think a
0: three-round, I mean three four hundred against Derek Lewis in a five-round fight, there's
2: still value there. I let me ask you. Let me ask you, it. let me ask you a question. Do you think that Volka uh, Alexander Volkov is a tougher challenge than Biggie Boy here? Yes and no. I
0: think we that help. in a kickboxing stylistically, it's the same matchup. I think that Volkov's more technically like it, it, it's just more sound. He's sharper.
2: Yeah. But
0: because Jarzino has a little bit more of I want to say just the turn your lights out flip of the yeah. switch power than Volkov does. I think he's more dangerous. But I don't think that
2: it's a tougher matchup. And that turn and that turn your lights out. What's funny about that is that is kindly. The fear went back in a guy like Blades, but interesting. Okay, I like it.
1: Third fight of the main card, we've got a rematch from UFC forty-seven. Did not forget a digit four seven. That was seventeen years ago. We've got a welterweight bout between Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz. Is mine to start? Danny's to
0: start. I mean, this is such a tough one. Uh, I mean, you got Nick Diaz, the biggest name in the sport, maybe, that's not from Ireland. Um, I mean, he, he's, he's like a already goaded, name of the rafters kind of guy. He's, he's got two of his teammates on the card just for, like, being associated with, like, if we're catching a cup of coffee with Nick Diaz, you can do whatever the hell you want, say what you want, smoke whatever you want, whatever. I love the dude. I think his jiu is awesome. I think his attitude's awesome. It's impossible to figure out where this line is going to be it it, since he hasn't fought since 2015 um he hasn't won since 2011 i cannot imagine that he's the favorite robbie lawler on the other side one of reese's i think reese's all-time favorite fighter it is it is just as goaded in my opinion like just an absolute beast the difference is he's been fighting he's had i want to say 10 fights since nick diaz retired maybe more He's still in Sanford MMA day-in, day-out training with guys that are like absolutely title contenders, title holders. I have to have Robbie as the favorite, even though he's 0-4 in his last four and looked real bad against Magny. But he has to be the favorite here. There's no way that Nick Diaz could be a favorite. Um, He hasn't fought since 2015. I don't care how big your name is. I'm going to go minus – 165 Mm. for uh, Robbie Lawler being the favorite. Okay. I just have no idea. So I feel in hell that Nick Diaz can be the favorite. here.
2: He's not going to be the favorite, but I feel so lucky here for the fact that I love and follow Robbie Lawler. Like I love and follow Robbie Lawler. Here's, here's kind of, here's kind of my thinking with the whole thing is you got a guy like Robbie Lawler who has been active and we've seen what happens when he is active he gets destroyed by Neil Magny I mean one of the tougher losses I've had to endure because he just gets ragdolled you watch him destroyed and I know it's Cody Covington but I mean he didn't even have a glimpse of 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 anything in that fight he's he's getting I mean the RDA was a but. Moreover, I'm getting at is Robbie Lawler is kind of like I mean you heard I, I don't want to break news and notes for next year but I, uh, Carlos Condit retired and, and the Carlos Condit that we have right now beats Robbie Lawler and that's kind of where I'm at is it's like you have a guy like Robbie Lawler who I always thought was amazing but I, objectively he's more exciting than he is amazing and. I think that the big question mark around Nick Diaz only benefits him. I, I think the line's going to be lower. I don't think Nick's going to be a favorite because I think it's impossible to even gauge what Nick's going to look like in there, especially with the way he handles himself in and outside that Octagon. I mean, he could come in there high. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. So I'm going to go Robbie Lawler, but I'm only going to do it like minus 125, And, and, and I, I think it sticks around that range. And I think that if Nick Diaz was minus 115 for a second, I I don't, I'd totally be surprised as the fan money comes in. Wow.
1: Drama. So early July, this one opened at Lawler minus 250. Oh, geez. It's Reese is going to get the point here. What? Come on. No way. (laughs) It's. Minus one twelve, minus one hundred eight. Lawler favored on five dimes right now, and you can get it about minus one ten. So that's just the even, even money, even money. Oh,
2: for my, guy who hasn't won since two thousand eleven. That is a steam of a set. When you said it's open at two fifty, I'm like, oh, I'm toast. I am toast. Po, motherfucking hot.
1: Well, we can talk that through on the on the main app, but. I got a feeling there's going to be some play action there.
0: There are kids like learning about physics that couldn't talk last time Nick Diaz won.
1: Tim Brady only had one Super Bowl.
2: That is fright. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly as core fright.
0: And I don't like, I obviously we've seen a <laughs> lot of Nick Diaz. He's been around the sport. He looks fine. Like he's, he's in Nick Diaz Academy, obviously training with Great jujitsu players. And but still.
1: So yeah. uh, let, let, let me amend that statement. The last time these two fought in 04, Tom Brady only had one Super Bowl. Not since he's been active, but nonetheless, these guys are dating themselves just by fighting each other. And, and I think we're all here for it. So that that'll be exciting nonetheless. We've got women's flyweight as our co-main title fight for women's flyweight. Valentina Shevchenko and Lauren Murphy. I I got an option for you guys. Should we do what the Shevchenko line is, or should we do what the over under two and a half is?
0: Well, because I was going to say, whatever Reese says, you can just add 10 on top of it, and I'll go
2: higher. (laughs) Let's stick with the line. Fuck it. Let's stick with the line. I already know what I'm going on the line. It's my golden staple for heavy women favorites, but this is Dan's turn, right? No, it's Reese's turn. Lead off. All right. I'm just going 1,100 out the gate. It's going to be 1100. Whenever Amanda Nunes, I always guess is like nine to 11. And, and this is, I think between all of like the women getting title shots, this has to be the easiest one she's had. And so I think 700, like it's, it's an easy lay in my opinion. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go minus 1,100. I'm not going to get cute with it. Danny, if you want to go minus 1,101, that's fine. If you want to go minus 1099, that's honestly fine. This thing is a fucking behemoth of a line. That's all I know. Minus yeah, 1100. No, I, I'm definitely going above you. And I, I think that, yeah. honestly, you're, you're giving it to me.
0: Let's. I'm just going down her uh, topology page. Against Jennifer Maya, closed at a minus 1,825 against Chukagian minus 1200 against Carmouche there's your 11 against Jessica I minus 1400 how many of those women I just named beat Lauren Murphy because I think the majority I, I, would, I would be inclined to agree with you and I don't think that Valentina has, like suddenly gotten worse so I'm I'm, I'm I, go I, know, with, I know people I'm gonna go I with know. the 1150. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna just prices right you out of here. But I also don't want to like bite off more than I can chew and, and put a twelve in front of it.
1: All right. Opened seven twenty. That was back in July. Thirteen seventy five today. And will grow. And expect we'll her to
0: be in like a hundred thousand different parlays come Saturday. This number is only rising.
2: That one's tough. Wait, so twos?
1: Twos going into main event, featherweight title fight. Tough coaches matching up. Y'all are familiar with them. Volk and Ortega at – well, okay, so this is DK's turn to lead off. 2-2. Two, two.
0: Five-round fight.
1: Five-round fight.
0: We've got Volkanovski, who's – Admittedly, one of my favorite fighters on the entire roster. Super awesome guy. I mean, besides that, he's probably the single best fighter in terms of making mid-fight adjustments that I've ever seen. Um, I mean, that Holloway 2 fight fight—it was just a work of art, in all honesty. I think he's going to – I know he's going to be a favorite here to hold his belt or retain his – defend his fucking belt. Um, I don't – know if there's a two in front of it or not, but I'm inclined to believe so. So I'm going to go right on the 200.
2: I I am in a tough spot because I love Volkanovsky too. I think Volk could I think when you look at MMA math, which is never right, but if you look at MMA math and you see how Max, ha- how Volk handles Max Holloway and how Ortega handles Max Holloway, it is very different leagues, not just skill set, but leagues. I think that Volkanovski's. I've done a lot of um, thinking about where, if more if, if I'm worried about Volk getting subbed. I thought about it during the entire Ultimate Fighter season. I thought about it, you know, whenever I think about this matchup, and. I really don't think he is. I think that his pressure and the fact that his center of gravity is so low and his base is so strong. I, I don't see how Ortega initiates the the submission unless, you know, I, a moral story. I don't need to break it down, I'll break it down the main pod, but I, I want to go over you. The problem is, I don't know how Ortega is plus anything but with a one in front of it because i love volk but at plus 215 i'm taking ortega um i i think a lot of people look at the that second max holloway fight and think ortega lost i think a lot of or not ortega volk lost i think a lot of people have convinced themselves that ortega is coming in here as a completely different fighter with the layoff i'm gonna go lower than you and I'm gonna do it actually by a decent amount and and I'm scared, but I really think that people and the public and, and from what I've gauged in conversation, think Ortega is looking like the guy people are gonna back here. Maybe, maybe, but definitely a dog. Race. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go as far as is as, as Vol- I'm not gonna price this right you because I want to go one cent under, but I'm not gonna do it because let's 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 actually see who who's better at setting lines here. I'm gonna go Volk minus 160. And all of a sudden, I got really nervous. What'd you do, Dan? 200 on the dot. Okay.
1: And 80 splits it. No, 65 and 200. 80 wouldn't split. Oh,
0: I thought it was 60 and 200. But it's not 80.
1: It opened back in June at minus 185 Volk. And currently sitting today... Minus one fifty five volt.
2: Reese is gonna take it. Oh, ha! Reese is all over the public there. I, See, and so I, I'll tell you how I knew, and not to get too deep into it, but I was telling the the I've been I've been rumoring to y'all that these this sports card world is out of control. All of my Brian Ortega cards from rookie card to random autos have been selling. Almost none of my Volkanovski cards have been. And it makes me think that the average Joe out there, who's you know getting into sports cards, likes MMA, likes the sport. I, I think that that charmish boy smile on Brian Ortega's is, is is actually winning him over a little bit. Bringing
1: his kids. Can they not watch any of the
2: Ultimate Fighter. You kind of right? like a prick the whole time. Right. Right. That's what Miami I was thinking. Miami man. I'll never understand it.
0: Who knows? I do, but I, but I echo what you were saying. I do not think that T City is going to pull off a sub here. Alexander yeah. the Great is just—I mean, talk about a—we were talking about last time guys lost. His was in twenty thirteen. His only loss of his career twenty thirteen at
2: welterweight. Right, right. I'm telling you, at welterweight, it's it's not happening.
1: So we're back. Regular programming this week. We've got. Wednesday record we'll be there to recap another week of contender series and then we'll do a full preview of this week's UFC 266 card exciting stuff let's go and we've got some very exciting Can't wait. guests coming up one in particular that I know that we're all looking forward to that I don't think we should announce just yet but uh let, let's tease it a little bit so uh, just stay tuned Very excited for one guest in particular, probably sometime next week. More info to come there. In the meantime, Reese, you wanna close us up?
2: I would love nothing more. Going into the pay-per-view week with none other than the biggest POHA!